So I thought I'd do a little mini throwback. It may not sound like a throwback, but it's a, kind of a miniature one, Walter. Uh, first of all, nice to have you back on the show. It's been a, been a while, but yeah, it's nice to have you, you back. Yeah, thank you. It is good to be back here on the F World. I believe the last time I was here is when we had another special guest. That was a, a faculty member here at the University of the Fraser Valley. It was Ron Sweeney from the English Department. Yeah, and I thoroughly enjoyed that conversation and would have loved to have been back sooner, and hopefully he'll be on again. But just the summer being what it was, I've been here, there, and everywhere, so... Long story short, glad to be back. There we go. Yeah, I've been, been a busy guy, but this was actually, I thought I'd let you know, uh, the year 2018 uh, F1 intro, which was the first year that Brian Tyler's theme was the, has it, the, the theme. Has it changed since, I wonder, mm-hmm. if we listen to them, and I'm not saying we do this now, but if we did listen to the 2018 version and the 2023 version, the song, the The song itself hasn't changed, okay. but the, twin, the latest version uses... The very beginning of the song, mm. and then they clip the last like thirty seconds All of right. the song together because yep. they're very very similar. Sure, and this version just uses literally just the last thirty minutes, and, thirty seconds. And of it. for anyone born in the seventies, as I was, uh, for me, the BBC using Fleetwood Mac's "The Chain" is uh, forever in my mind associated with F one. That's a, that a classic. <laughs> <That's> a <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching some of the archived races and I've ever seen all the intros like oh that's my, yeah that's a good time yeah. so about halfway through 2017 but licensing costs being what they are perhaps that was I had I'm a, not saying it's their sole reason for moving away from that but I'm sure that had to be part of the decision I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if any of that is is a major factor sure. in what they what they choose in that so uh but yeah so uh, a mini special episode in the sense that we are going to talk of course the past Belgium Grand Prix, maybe a little bit of Hungary as well. Just love to get your final thoughts before we enter the, or technically we have entered the summer break. So yeah. a full month without F1. It's ironic, isn't it? I've missed so many episodes and now I'm here and then, well, I'm, I'm sure we'll be on the F yeah. world at some point throughout the F1 summer break, but there's not going to be any racing. And so I'm, I'm really feeling... Uh, conflicted. I'm glad to be back, but I'm also sorry in that it means no more racing for uh, nearly a month. Yeah, until um, where's the next? Until August 25th when we go to yeah, that's the a month. Netherlands, mm. the, the Dutch Grand Prix. Well, Zanzibar. that's going to be a good way to fire it up after the break. <laughs> eh? The crowd there will be Get, amazing, I'm sure. Oh yeah, especially with Max coming in after another. Yet, who would have thought another <laughs> victory? Uh, for Max Verstappen here, uh, and his eighth vif- victory in a row. So going into the Dutch Grand Prix, that would be his uh, ninth. Mm-hmm. If he were to win that, that'd be his ninth in a row, which will tie Sebast- him and Sebastian Be- Vettel for nine in a row. For nine in a row, cool. which is, then he'll break in Italy. In is September. that within? That's within a single within, season, with, though, yeah. right? Because if you carry over seasons, the numbers change. But yeah, yeah. I, I think one of the fun things that they, they always because they always mention this in the broadcasts the like oh nine, nine races in a row um, fun fact also I found out that Max Verstappen now because he won the race from sixth position which is a new position that he hadn't won okay. he now ties Fernando Alonso hmm. for most race wins in a different position oh that's nine, a good one with nine nine different positions yeah okay and that was across multiple seasons of now, course so, yeah that yeah. that would have to be yeah yeah, uh, yeah. well I don't know <laughs> well yeah. Fernando Alonso back you know day. you know well I hope and if there are any regular listeners here to the F world they may also know that I'm I'm often uh, the kind of person who likes to make very outlandish calls very far in advance. So I'm going to make one. Ooh. 
Here it is. My outlandish, well-in-advance call. Max Verstappen will not win his home Grand Prix oh, after no. the summer break. Oh. It's going to be too long off. There's just going to be too many things going on. The pressure, the crowd. I'm not going to say it's his fault, right? I'm, I think he will drive a flawless race as he always does this season, but something's going to go wrong, do you, and he will not win the race. Do you think that he's? Do you think that maybe he'll get a little too high on himself? In I the don't. Sense of, no. uh, he'll go for fastest lap, and they'll just mm. make that one second long pit, pit stop that... I'm sure there are a lot of people in the world who would want to see that. Uh, I'm not one of them, nor do I think that will happen. I don't know. I'm just saying he will not win. Yeah. But it won't be his fault. Now, I guess the question is, so I, I, I wanted to actually get your, before we before we go too yeah. far, but in, ter- <laughs> well, in terms of... that's pretty in, far, yeah. No, no, but in, ter- in terms that. of, no, no, but on, on this topic though, um, in terms of that, I saw something where, here, let's see if we can hear, if I can find it here in a second loss yes so here we go so between um so in the 2022 miami grand prix mm-hmm. they had 2.6 million viewers that, okay. that went in there right in 2025 uh, so it's 2020 2023 they lost 25 percent mm, so they lost yeah, 650,000. yeah since then their viewership of according to this is a sports illustrated thing done over over last week the start of last week uh, since then, their viewership has been F1's viewership has been on a steady decline. Mm-hmm. Each race is losing close to five to ten percent each race. Um, l- again, specifically, uh, Monaco had like a had a had apparently a very big outing because it's the Monaco, Monaco Grand Prix. Sure. Um, which, funny enough, in um, side side note, your quote of <laughs> you cannot there's two things that are synonymous with F1: yes. the Monaco Grand Prix and Ferrari. Yes. I used that quote in one of my Discord messages. Oh, to nice. Fast stop, and, and I got, did somebody call you out on it. Uh, someone was saying like well, we should get rid of Monaco uh, and all those things, and so I said if you're it's like there are two things in F1 that need to be there that are synonymous: Mon- the Monaco Grand Prix and Ferrari. Um, you can't rid of any of them. What was the response? A lot of people liked it. Oh, cool. Like, this is this is because a lot of my F1 fans and they kind of like uh, crapped on the guy that was <laughs> making fun of the Monaco Grand Prix. Like it's a boring times change. Like this is one yeah. of those things. You absolutely you just cannot put change. up with it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and honestly, like what I like about the Monaco Grand Prix is that it's the qualifying day is the race mm, yes. and it makes the qualifying right, a lot more fun great point look at this year's qualifying that that's epic for the yeah. ages historic yeah. yeah it was edge on your seat it's going to the qualifying could get more and more fun like mm. really what makes qualifying not fun this year is obviously max was happening the red bull mm. but if let's say everyone was on the same pace who would know right but, but to be honest even i think for me it did make qualifying interesting if not fun in in seeing his quali lap in monaco this year literally bouncing off the walls like a pinball in a pinball machine which is another sport that i love pinball mm-hmm. um and it was absolutely breathtaking yeah it was amazing but to that to that point every like viewership wise races are viewership on races are going now, down yeah so the question is mm. Do we max losing his mm-hmm. home race? Mm. Is that actually a good thing? Would that would that spike viewership you're, up for the next race? You're, you're not planting the seeds of a conspiracy theory. No, no, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I don't. I wouldn't dare do that. Trust well, me. If there's a conspiracy theory, it's not to make Red, not for Red Bull to lose. It's for them to win everything for the next three years, in my mind. But so that's that's the, I guess the big yeah. question is: Do we want Max to lose and helps viewership and mm. all that la di da stuff? Mm-hmm. Or do we kind of like just say it'll be in something that you and Marianne should have really driven home for me that 
it's amazing to watch such dominance in sure, a sport sure. that really I can't think of a sport that has had this so much really since Senna's day. Sure. Uh, uh, that that's been this someone's been this dominant or maybe Schumacher's. Was it? But was it? Even then? Oh, I forget what year was it. The nineteen was it the nineteen seventy two Miami Dolphins who went undefeated in the NFL. I'll see the here. Yeah, just go NFL undefeated. I think it was my. I know it's the Miami Dolphins, but I can't remember what year. And that's yeah. the only thing that comes to mind. Yeah. In, in oh, dominance. there we go. Was it seventy two? Seventy two. Hey. It was the last time an NFL team have <laughs> completed an undefeated record. Uh, yeah, and for, at least for the regular season. Yeah, seventy-two Miami Dolphins, thirty-four Chicago Bears. Gonna, yeah, uh, ninety-four, ninety-four Chicago Bears, and actually, sorry, four teams: the two thousand seven New England Patriots. Two thousand seven. Yeah, New England. Okay, then Miami is special because yeah. they were. They also won the Super. Something different a bit between that because yeah, uh, two thousand seven New England. I don't think they went undefeated throughout the entire season. That's weird to hear that, but maybe. And if they did, then there's something else about Miami that they also won the playoffs and the Super Bowl that year or something. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Nevertheless, hey, there we you're, go. you're speaking no, here, of no, here dominance. We here we go. Yeah. Here we go. I got it for you. Okay. 2007 England's won playoff games, lost the Super Bowl. Mm. 1972 Miami Dolphins, the won only the one that have right. won it completely. That, that's what I'm won talking about. So you mentioned yeah. dominance in sport. Miami Dolphins. And that came to mind. So if we see Red Bull win the entire season this year, in my mind, that's even more dominant, I think, than the 72 uh, Dolphins. Because arguably, I mean, that's an accomplishment to win a season in any sport. But I'm going to argue it's harder in F1 because of the amount of people involved in the team. You're talking literally hundreds of th- or thousands of people on a team. And there are maybe 100 people on an NFL team. Probably not. I don't know for Not, sure, but yeah. maybe a hundred with the players, the personnel, the support staff, etc. Oh, et with the players probably hitting the, just over a hundred. Like yeah. That. But like, so I would argue of, if your question is when else would we see this dominance? That's what comes to mind. 72 Dolphins. Yeah. I mean, even then, like, I don't think you'd ever see this dominance ever again. Well, that's Sa- yeah. Same thing. Right. Like and one of the other funny things is that. So it's about one, one other thing that kind of funny thing I, I realize now. So, so Sebastian Vettel, everyone talks about. Uh, Verstappen one race away from tying the special nine in a row, nine in a mm-hmm. row. Then he'll probably win it, um, break the record. But also Sebastian Vettel got that record in a red in a Red Bull, sure. In a Red Bull and won the championship. Did you so say Red Schumacher just, also currently holds that record, or is he? No, less I think with I think eight? he got seven or eight. Seven or eight. Okay. I don't think he. I don't think he has. I think he might have. He might be tied for eight interesting. Or but well, um, coming back to viewership. I mean, when it comes to measuring viewership, there's, for me, a couple of things you always have to to take into consideration. Number one, you know, who's measuring it? But number two, especially these days, what does viewership mean? Is that people watching it on the world television feed? Is that people streaming it on the F1 app? I mean, how are they measuring viewership? And I'm sure they would have some explanation of it there, and I'm not saying you need to go into it now, but that's a key thing to consider. If, if they're losing viewership on the world television feed, but if F1, Liberty Media, is gaining viewers on their own pay subscribe app, that's probably a good problem for them to have. Mm-hmm. If it's losing viewership across all boards, well, that's a big problem. And it's something that I alluded to, we, everybody here on the F world has alluded to, where the spectacle is becoming bigger than the sport. And I think we're also we're seeing part of that, as well as the people, and, and a lot of people have written about this, the fans who came into it uh, off of Drive to Survive Season 4 in that epic, you know, um, result where Verstappen won his first championship. I think that was Season 4 of it was uh, DTS. Four. And they came into the sport expecting to see a season-long 
a real life version of that and they're not seeing it and so they're being maybe a little bit um uninterested yeah like i think it's a combination of all of that right to, to a point but that's like i mean that's also i mean to use the nfl um again yeah that happens i think that happens every year where you won so dom like every now and then you get that dominance mm-hmm. year and it's the same thing like the nfl had the same viewership problem when um the patriots were winning literally every single thing so like yeah oh, that and the 86 bulls i think were very strong in their season 81 and 16 or something uh yeah have to look like that one the up NBA too, but has the same, had the same yeah. problem like uh, the nba only ha- the nba has a growth in viewership now because it, every team is so close mm. nfl has has a huge viewership spike now over the last few years because the afc one of their divisions are so so close together right so it's just it's a it's an ebb and flow i think just long term yeah. Sports have I'll, these similar problems all the time. I'll add maybe a third factor for specifically for Formula One, and that is, for me, personally for me, who loves the sport, obviously, who's, who has seen every race since 2004, with the exception of the last two races, <gasps> I've still not watched them because I'm a little, I'm happy enough just to watch the highlights, which are available for free on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if F1 will maybe start not putting those out on YouTube. And only putting them on their pay app, maybe. That and would be maybe interesting. Because it's just too much, especially last weekend in Belgium with the sprint, the shoot, the qualifying, the sprint shootout, the sprint and the race. It was too much for me. I'm 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 busy, but everybody's busy in today's day and age. But you know, I can dedicate two hours on a Sunday to watch a race. But if I have to follow A, B, C, and D just to watch that race. That's that's a big investment. So yeah. I, I think that, at least for me, and I, I got to assume I'm not the only one of the 8 billion people in the world alive who has that same feeling, uh, that's an issue as well. It's just, it's too much. It's overload. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I think we, before, we hit, before, literally before we hit record, we were talking about this, of like the, the sprint day is its own race weekend in one day. Sure. And that feels like a lot. Yeah, it's too, like, for me, it's too much. Yeah, I didn't, I, I don't watch the, the shootout not much anymore Mm -hmm. i kind of like okay i've seen this i've I've seen and done it the one time i'm not like 100 percent sold on it just feels like the same thing over and over and over and over again oh qualifying oh now a sprint shootout but isn't that basically qualifying qualifying, but not and now a sprint now that's kind of like the race but it's not a race and it's just yeah it's saturated so i would just get rid of honestly just get rid of the sprint shootout you can have the sprint in there but then just not have it so that the sprint sets the grid for sunday and you're totally fine you still get the same spectacle you get the free practice. You get mm-hmm. people wanting to do, you know, all that, and then you, you still are selling the tickets out. You're getting this everything. Have quality on the Friday, but I'm I'm more of a sprint on Friday and everything else. Setting. Selling tickets, another good point. You you we we had been talking about losing viewership, but I think if we look at the number of people attending the races in this person, more. that's every, been going up huge. Yeah, Silverstone broke a record. I think every race has ha- has had a new attendance record. Right, the last like. Especially so again, since Europe. When so. we talk about viewership, okay, that's eyes on televisions, but is that streaming? And then you have to factor in the in-person attendance. So it's a complicated issue. But I, I do agree that, or I do understand that they've been losing viewership, you know, air quotes. But is that really a problem? No, like, that's my, I think that's my overall question too. Like, is it? Like, yeah, am I, I happy? I don't think like, so. I'm really happy not having to walk around and see as much F1 shirts that are just the latest trending team. You, like, like, have you, you seen? You're happy not to see that. I like yeah. that. I, li- I, I like seeing more F1 yeah, shirts in general. But I, I like seeing. Um, the other day, I saw someone wearing an Alpha Romeo shirt. Yeah, and my first thought wasn't like 
did Alfred do well? It was, it was, oh, this guy. He gets it. Yeah. No, he's a Bottas or is, yeah, he just yeah. likes the sport. Sure. Well, that's versus, a good thing. Good thing versus the amount of McLaren shirts I've seen mm-hmm. in the last two weeks. Really? Since really Silverstone oh, wow. has been, or hats or something, yeah, has yeah, just yeah. jumped up. It's the same thing with Aston Martin. Hmm. I used to see Aston Martin at least, an Aston Martin li- livery at least once a week. Yeah. Um, well, that's multiple times a week, which is I'm, great. I'm happy about that. Yeah. No, no, I'm not going to say I'm not. Like, I'm happy with it too. But it's oh, it's very hand in hand with which team is doing well, other other than Mercedes and Red Bull. They're like, okay, that's what it is. Well, every, but, again, every sport has a bandwagon jumper, and that's that's just yeah. part of it. And marketers love that, so good on yeah. them. And so for me, like, the more viewership we lose, if you lose viewership, and you and you're still seeing like a rise in in overall attendance. Hmm. I'm happy with that. Yeah, yeah. Same. I'd much rather have a full full grandstand mm-hmm. to watch on television than to hear that there's 20 million views. Yeah. Uh, like, and again, or, or when like, you talk about views, is that someone watching the whole race? Because you know if they're at the race, they may not be sitting in their seat the whole time watching all the race, but they're vested for the weekend. Yeah. They're watching, they may be watching the support races. They may be buying merchandise on site. They're supporting the local economy more. They're buying food. They're staying in hotels. I, I, I think there's a lot to that. Yeah. Now, so coming from someone who's watched a bunch of races and now you're doing highlights, yeah, do you, like do do you, is there certain parts of the of the highlights that you're kind of like oh, I kind of miss this <laughs> like I miss I'm, I miss for me when I watch the highlights sure. I miss the rhythm yeah it's of a the good cars question yes by. yes and I to you know man you were really hitting the perfect points here when you mentioned attendance and in person selling tickets and now the rhythm I've noticed I have nothing to prove this but i've just noticed the highlights have changed they're not quite i would say as good they they give you the highlights they're still like seven minutes long they're they're quite impressive in how much they put into them but they don't have the kind of narrative that they used to you used to be able to get it was like a mini race it was a condensed mini race in seven minutes but now it's very abbreviated this overtake this overtake, and it's not as yeah so i've noticed a change and, and maybe and maybe I'm reading too much into it, or maybe that was by design that they want to try to keep people of just relying on the highlights all the time. Like, okay, you miss a race once a year, the highlights are there, or maybe you watch the highlights after watching the race. But mm-hmm. for me, like I said, the last two races, I will watch them because I still want to be able to say I've seen every single race since 2004. Uh, but I haven't really gone back and made the time yet. But with a month off... You have all the time. I, now, now I got lots of time. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I'm a, have a month off work. Don't get me no, wrong. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. a month of no F1. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm I'm definitely going to make find a reason to make you work uh, at least for me uh, during the next month here. <laughs> Happy to uh, do the it. stuff because of uh, some opportunities. But um, the the oh, other I one mean, that I found color me intrigued. But oh, keep yeah. going. <laughs> the other one you found. The other, the other thing that I found that was really nice was the race in 30. I found them mm-hmm. to be a little bit more. Yes. Because um, because last year, yes. if, even if you look up last year's highlights, I think just even you mentioned there they were like 10. 15 minutes mm-hmm. long. I think yeah. like the I think they average 12. I yeah, I think they're down to about seven now. Yeah, and it's funny because it's been a trend that I really liked in NFL and mm-hmm. in NBA is they're now putting them the highlights to like 10 to 15 minutes long. So it's not this long highlight reel. It's the narrative yeah, of the yeah, game. Yeah. And that's what I thought was really nice with the, the F1 race team. in 30. The race in 30 is point. you get the rhythm, you get the narrative of the race, you get it in the condensed form, you get to, and, they will let you, instead of just the overtake, yeah. they'll actually let you watch the chase. Setting up to it, yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. Is that also free to view on YouTube? Um, I'm or is not that sure part about, of the F1 subscription on the app? That's specifically F1 subscription on the app. 
I will double check here. Because if that's free to watch via YouTube, then that might be the candidate. If it is free now, maybe that's the one they pull away. Yeah. Mm. I mean, if you just go to no, YouTube they... and search the race in 30, does yeah. it come up? No. It, it says, that, no, they don't. Um, mm. Actually. Oh, wait, wait. Here's one. Here's one. Nope. Okay. Nope. Pulled. No longer view. No longer mm. available. So, yeah, they've definitely pulled them they off put YouTube. that behind the paywall. Yeah. But okay. at the same time. Yeah, and here I just opened my F1 TV app. First thing that pops up. Racing 30. Belgium, Racing 30. Yeah. I, lo- I like the Racing 30s. I like to, That's actually the one I rewatch these uh, sometimes. Yeah. Unless there's something like really, really cool in the in the radio uh, that I really want to watch the lap of that radio conversation. Right, right. I usually but even watch. those now are also on YouTube, the best top 10 radios of Belgium via yeah. the F1 channel. So it's, you know, quote unquote official. So maybe they're they're cutting the pie too thin and, and, and giving away too much for free. Now, I don't advocate for making this, you know, all a pay per view situation, but maybe they've gone too far the other way and mm-hmm. diluted that viewership pool. Could be. There is a lot of things. Like, I don't like having to go on, like, here's the post, here's the pre-race show, here's mm-hmm. the post-race That's show. That's what I'm talking about. Here's this. It's like, okay, I don't need And I hear. used to really enjoy that uh, yeah. when it was just one provider, when it was Sky Sports or when it was uh, Star Sports or whoever. But now there's, it's just, it's too hard to follow. And it's too long. Oh yeah, it's yeah. too long. I did. I did like that um, after the whole Silverstone incident of, of uh, Martin Brundle's grid walk <laughs> with Cardell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's now doing the grid walks, but with fans. He's oh, going is he? to the, he's going to the uh, to the fans that are sitting by the by the outside of the grid. He's like, hey, I'm gonna talk to you guys oh, about wow. the races now. That's he's been doing it in Hungary hmm. and doing it at uh, at Belgium. I like it way more. Sure, it's so the things that these guys say is. is you know, I've, I've they're not like seen that They're just tailgate fans. Yeah, that's all yeah. it really is. Yeah. It's so funny, um, but yeah, that's 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 all I really had to say about that. Is, well, it's a complicated issue, but obviously, uh, Liberty Media no strangers to making money off of sports, and they're still, as far as I know, making money off their investment in F one. And I think for everything we just talked about that we don't like, I do still think that F one. Uh, is in a better place today than it was in what was it 2016 that Liberty bought F1? I think something like that. Yeah, I think it's going on seven years. Although of course the COVID years were very different. Maybe it's 2018. Hmm. Uh, nevertheless, let's uh, see here. Hey, let's let's see. Yeah. Let when see did did she hear me? No, she didn't hear me. <laughs> um, but that's my point. Be it 2016 or be it 2018 when Liberty bought F1, I think it is in a better place now than it was then. And 2017. Split, so the difference. <laughs> yeah, 20, 2016, they like essentially they, they bought it, but it didn't take effect. Didn't take effect. And then, of course, COVID. Yeah. So I think they're in a better place uh, than 2017 when they took over. And of course, we have no way of knowing, but just something tells me that had Bernie maintained control through to today, it wouldn't be in as good a place. I, I think you know he'd be still very the wealthy. Ra- the races would be very interesting but yeah. I, I think maybe a bit different and yeah. the structures of it would be different but uh, i don't think that like we need to program some ai yeah. to actually tell us what would happen if bernie ecclestone had kept f1 you know what marion there <laughs> there's a big you know, I, know you're listening, I know you're listening somewhere because fortunately marion's couldn't join us here for uh it's exam week exam prep but uh that, that'll be her post-exam homework We'll get the gang back together. Get the again. gang back together. Ask her what uh, what ha- what AI would happen if uh, Bernie Eccleston took it over. Um, uh, Walter, the races. Before we move on to the races. Okay, okay. The sub building. We're not in a submarine. No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> no and if we are in a submarine, this is the one that's I'm being intact. Completely <laughs> facetious. <laughs> no, it's the fine. student union building. The student union building. Yeah. 
uh, not uh, a submarine that will implode on you. Um, so back to the races. <laughs> back to the races. Yes. So you got you got a good. Did nod. I hit on something? You I, got a, you got a, I honestly didn't know that. You I, got a special nod from station manager I, I, Aaron. Levy thank you <laughs> about that. <laughs> so the the races. Um, where do you want to start? Because we got Hungary yep. and, and Belgium. Um, both obviously won by Max Verstappen. Mm-hmm. Um, double podiums for Red Bull. Yeah, that's maybe uh, uh, if you ask the question, where do you want to start? I think that's going to be my answer because we see somewhat of a return to form for Perez, at least in the race, perhaps. But I don't know if you saw any of the quotes following the race, but I saw something oh. that was attributed to Perez that I thought was like, hmm. He lost his 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 dream for the championship is now realized, something like that. For he Marco? said something like he's, he's happy to be on the podium in all the rest of the races. Yeah, he didn't say he wants to win yeah. the remaining races. He didn't say he wants to be the champion unless he's mathematically eliminated. I didn't actually read all of it, so I don't know. If he's mathematically eliminated, then okay, that makes sense. But if he still has a mathematical chance, then I thought him saying, oh, I'm happy to be on the podium for the rest of the races was very telling. Either somebody sat down and told him the real score, or he just came to that realization himself. I think it's a bit of both. Maybe. I, I think I wouldn't put it past um, Red Bull to simply say, you will like never pass him. right. He got the Barrichello talk. Yeah, exa- yeah. exactly. Yeah. Right, and and I think that like, even Mar- Mar- Helmut Marcos, Sergio Perez, uh, Perez has woken up from his championship dream. Is, Ooh, I didn't is, see is that the, one. That's is that's the classic harsh. one. Yeah, but that's Ouch. what it is. And actually, I was actually thinking about this on on the oh, drive. Man, that's really work. harsh. Holy dude! God. Oh no, it's it's like <laughs> they don't they don't stop punching. Red Bull just doesn't seem to stop punching this man in the gut. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, yeah, he is second in the championship. What do we need more? What do we need more for him? We have a contract until the end of 2024. He has now woken up from his world championship dream. Maybe that will help him to focus again on delivering the best possible performance and what is and what is asked of him. Now, here's the one I was referring to. Sergio Perez says that his objective for the rest of the season is to finish on the podium in each of the remaining 10 Grands Prix. Yeah. So, And I'm really like, look, it's it's very much in my opinion. Um, if Perez is not on that podium, it's mainly driver error. Like, there's no other reason for him for him to like. There's no reason for him to not be on the podium, right? You, you don't want to plant another seed of conspiracy. No, I don't. I don't feel like doing that. <laughs> I feel like that. I feel like those 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 seeds sprout themselves. themselves yes, they do. You know? Yes, they um, pop up like mushrooms, and we all know what <laughs> mushrooms grow in. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not saying that on there. The dark. Yeah, they, <laughs> they grow in the dark. Exactly. Yeah, and on the on the on the dead ends dead ends of trees. There you go. Sure. Um, tree waste. Uh, but yeah. so Perez second podium. He achieved his goal. Achieved his goal of getting to every everyone everyone so so far we'll see what happens maybe you know at this at the same time you know well he was a podium uh, in Hungary yeah right? podium Hungary not podium and in, in, uh, podium in Belgium not in England not in England so we'll see after too. the break if he can maintain that um, he's he's I guess he's going out to, uh, going into the break rather on a high mm-hmm. um, he's only forty points. Um, but he, go ahead. Sorry. In the drivers' championship, mm. away from Fernando Alonso, but yeah, but, but oh, forty-one away from Lewis, who is the next one, right? Which is let's let, theoretically, it is possible for Lewis to overtake and catch him on that. Yeah, sure. Like, that's really not that. That's what two wins. Mm. If like, then, you might be seeing oh two wins, but like think about that. Like that is quite literally two second place finishes. Sure. 
and then he's right there. He's in. He's Lewis is in. And there's eight. ten races left, so that's two hundred and fifty points for every first plus fastest lap. Another ten points. So it's two hundred and sixty points still up for grabs. Well, for Max Verstappen. Well, <laughs> well for, for, theoretically up for grabs by anybody. But yeah, um, where do you want to start? I want to start with the one-two for Perez uh, for Red Bull. I, I like it. I want to see Perez do well. Uh, I think he is a good driver. I don't know if he was having problems with his own mentality of trying to get his head around, oh, I want to be the champion, but I can't be the champion, but I started off winning. And, you know, because he did win, what, the second race of the season, and he did seem to be pushing was, Max a little bit. Yeah, there was a hopscotch between the two of them of Max won, Perez second race. Yep. Mike, Max won one, yep. Perez won. Yeah, I think the first four races were, yeah. were Max, Sergio, Max, Sergio. Really until, like, Miami. Yeah, and I remember yeah. us talking about it, like, oh, is this Perez's year? And maybe he thought it was and maybe then you know when it came to be that it wasn't he was having problems coming to terms with that so long story short glad he's in second i do hope that he uh, maintains his podium finishes for the rest of the year i hope he gets another ride with red bull as much as i'd love to see danny rick back in there too i kind of just want to see perez stay with that team and um, do well i think he's he's been in f1 a long time he's done a lot of good things for himself and for teams and so I want to see that continue. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing him in another team, though. I wouldn't mind seeing him coming in. Didn't and we have this conversation. We, Where would he go? This conversation. I Where mean, would he go? Why wouldn't you go to Audi? Um, I mean, like, oh yeah, that's, that was the answer at the time. Yeah, yeah good answer. Yeah. <laughs> or or just like would he be too old though at that point? Eh, what would he be? He's on the same age as Lewis, I think. Yeah, that is I to mean, say, too old. Yeah, I mean, not the same. <laughs> fair enough, Fernando. I mean, you are saying. I mean, this is the best time for. People of in their forties, of the forties to, to forty is the new thirty. Yeah, exactly yeah. for for F one for Formula One at least. Sure. I mean, I don't know. I, th- I think it'd be. I don't know where he'd go, but it'd be interesting to see him mm. go to another team. Yeah, true. It's um, another one. It's a lot of work though, too. So I mean, for him, the yeah. path of least resistance, maybe just stay at Red Bull. Yeah, well, just the, be the, Rubens Barrichello to Michael Schumacher and stay yeah. at Red Bull. Yeah, that's what I would do. I, I don't see why you wouldn't at want this that. stage in your career. Yeah. But if he does yeah. go to another team, I guess that shows the the fire is still in him. Yeah, or is just or or just not worth Red Bull. <laughs> well, it could Red be Bull, that too if he's let go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and Red Bull probably wouldn't fight too hard to keep him. So no, I think I think like Red Bull is pretty. No matter what happens, no matter what happens to the driver lineup, we're pretty solid. Yeah, no sure. They they have a lot of options. Yeah, they so. like. I I would love to see Yuki at that seat. But I've said I, that before. I, yeah. I wouldn't. I spe- Houston. I think that what I've said specifically is that I would love to see Yuki at another team. Okay, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I would. He got a t- he got his tenth. He got a he got a He's, point in Belgium. Yeah, qualified eleventh, finished tenth. Um, yeah. yeah, I I would like to see him on another team, but at the same time, if he stays in the Red Bull paddock, um, in the Red Bull pasture, as I say, because you know the, <laughs> the cows, the bull, and bulls yeah, and very and, nice, very um, nice. I would love to see him. I think he's earned that seat. Uh, roughly here, here yeah. he's quite literally driving one of the worst cars on the grid and, mm. and managing to steal some points, points every now here and, then. and there. Sure, but sure. He defended well and the best he could um, until Esteban Ocken made what I think is the overtake of the day yesterday. I didn't on, see on. that one, unfortunately. Really? So, oh, yeah. you watch that? Well, you got to watch the race. I in 30. know. I race will. Th- I will. Esteban Ocken, I think, is the driver on the race. Race in thirty. The, the picture the there. Thumbnail. The thumbnail. Okay. So like, that's the term. Do yeah. people still call it that? I, don't I think know. it. I think it still is. Oh, okay, cool. I think, yeah. when I, whenever I have to upload the episode, it, it always says like, "What do you want to use for your thumbnail?" Picture? Oh, good. It's like, no, I okay. thought I was dating myself yet again with an antiquated no, reference. It's fine. It's fine. Well, it's one of those things. You just have the perfect name for it, and. 
thumbnail. Don't ever, don't, yeah, sure. exactly. Just don't change it up. So, um, Yuki would be nice to see that at that uh, spot. I don't know. Uh, in terms of current grid now, I don't know where you would really go until there's a new team that comes in or something Which else. we know there will be. Yeah. And and with the shuffle at uh, Alpine lately, there may be another oh, one sooner rather than later. Well, I wanted to, I've, I've been waiting. Yeah, Alpine. And you got your wish. When I saw that headline, I got, you, honestly, you were the first person I thought of when I saw that headline because you were always saying how much you don't like them. Look, it's... <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't so you I got don't your wish. Lo- Somebody yeah. lost their job because of you. Thank yes, thank you, <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> I'm so happy. Yeah, it's tough because like, I I, I don't want to like, I don't, don't want to say I don't want to. Yeah, I I definitely like to like crap on on Otmar, but mm. it's not that I don't think the guy is terrible mm. or bad, but like, he's had so many chances at both his teams right. to do well sure. racing point everything to pull them out from where they were and he has never made the progress of them jumping ahead he's they've always jumped f- jumped a couple steps yep. never truly ahead and then they take a step back but always with a lot of chaos underneath the surface true true <laughs> true and, and I, so I, and i did think that who one, controls that chaos i mean it, the team principal that's my point so i think he does get some results but i, I don't think he and this is pure speculation but from what i see he perhaps isn't. Perhaps he's lacking in his own ability to manage the people, the politics, or he's appointing the wrong people to do that, which is sort of two sides of the same coin. Yeah. No. Exactly. I I, I agree completely. I completely agree with you and everything. Um, I'm trying to find the quote I saw the other day, uh, literally yesterday, about mm-hmm. it because it it kind of said well, what I what I've been kind of meaning to say too. What I've or, always been what, person what I've been saying, which is the the new head of Renault Motorsports mm-hmm. um, did say the problem also started with Laurent. He mm-hmm. was not like good in that position. He was not leading the team in the way right. a team should be led. He did a lot of things that were it's not good. But Otmar Mark's... ultimately had the response, has the responsibility to move it past yes. that. And to get... So he came into an S show and didn't and, clean and, it and up. Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah. And, and, um, and that whole thing. And so, yeah, and I think you know, the fact that, the, I don't know, the, the headline saying, a victim of McLaren and Aston Martin's success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, quite literally is a victim of that success because mm-hmm. um, because McLaren's making the steps that Alpine should be make, should be making. Aston right. Martin, and I, I don't I don't really give, I'm not going to put Aston Martin in that jump. I think it's kind of unfair because at, Aston Martin had a lot of development time yes. and used a lot and, of Mercedes. Yeah. And and, and yeah. money, they had and a lot of a huge influx of cash. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and and un, and unfettered amounts to upgrade their cars, and they used a lot of Mercedes and Red Bull. And you have to give Aston Martin a lot of credit of they did their due diligence, they did their homework, they did their designing, and they moved a map. They used, they did everything they could yep. to jump from seventh to, to third mm-hmm. or fourth in the construct. Where are they right now? The constructors, uh, third, third, third in the constructors third, championship, yeah. only five points away from Ferrari. In so, second, uh, no. In Ferrari's fourth. in second. Ferrari's in fourth. Oh, okay, yeah. That Mercedes makes sense. is in Merce- second. Yes, right of now. course. Sorry. Um, so, how many points behind Mercedes is Aston? Uh, Mercedes is two forty-seven. Yep. Aston Martin is one ninety-six. Okay, so, so like fifty-four points. Yeah, or so. something like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, Fifty-nine, maybe. Yeah, I'm. Maybe? I'm, I'm no. no mathematologist. No, that's a that's a word. 
It's not. Oh, okay. I always say it when <laughs> I'm talking about my inability to do math because it's like doubly bad. <laughs> oh, that's a cool word. Me fail English? Math, that's impossible. No, Simpsons no. quote. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? We're um, talking about uh, Otmar. We were talking about. Okay, yeah. So, if you, yeah. So if you're totally, thank you. So if you're looking at it in terms of if there is a team that Alpine should have been like beating better, beating more. Mm-hmm. You, you want to look at a McLaren. That is their that yeah. is their championship. That was kind of a rival. benchmark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I guess were they at the beginning of the year a little bit? Kind of, maybe they oh, were hundred percent. But were. I think not because Alpine themselves were doing so well. I think they were underperforming, at least underperforming expectations. But I think at the beginning of the season, McLaren, McLaren was, was so drastically underperforming. So we, yeah. I think we've seen a turnaround, if you will, an improvement in McLaren, although maybe not as much in the most recent race, but certainly in the last few races, you know, looked at in, in combination. But I, I will say, though, is that in, in terms of the most recent race, I think the main reason why we didn't see a big, massive jump in the same way is because they had, like, some unluck, some bad racing unluck. Unlucky. Some bad racing unluck. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that um, a word? I definitely – it is now. Um, but, you know, Piastri – I think it's hilarious that Piastri and Science took each other out. Um, well, Science kind of had to take out with, their, with the, um, the the damage he had and that on his side pods and that. Mm. But, like, Piastri uh, – there's actually a really fun quote I, I pulled up here about that because Piastri went out in turn one um, and lap one uh, where uh, Science said – Look, everyone, hell of this, uh, on, on Piastri's, on his bump with P- Piastri in turn one of lap one, he says, look, everyone tries that maneuver at least once in their F1 careers. <laughs> everyone tries to go up on the starting on lap one of spot into turn one. I've made that, I made that mistake when I was at Toro Rosso. Nice. Sebastian, like Lewis has made that mistake. Yeah, nice. It's like everyone makes the mistake. Nice. You do it once. Of you'll learn saying yeah. that <laughs> yeah. nice. about Piastri yeah. about Piastri's nice. jumping is like you do it once you learn nice he w- it won't happen again nice. I have I have no bad will of the guy I give him I give him credit for trying to make for having to, a go for having a go with yeah. that it's yeah. like yeah he had a good line and he he went for it didn't pan out because it's Spa <laughs> <laughs> you know he, love it Spa is a track that races you you don't race track you don't race Spa love it um and so yeah so we don't really see a lot of. I, w- I wouldn't say like if you're looking at race day, not the best outing for a McLaren, but race weekend wise, pretty pretty what you got expect. A, out yeah, of it. we saw Piastri shining, absolutely shining, eleven hundredths behind Verstappen for the sprint shootout pole, if that's yeah. what they call it. Again, too many races that weekend. <laughs> yeah, but eleventh, eleven one hundredths behind Verstappen, impressive. The car obviously then has pace in it. Uh, you had Norris on the podium the last previous two races. How did McLaren fare in the sprint itself? Sprint itself, um, Piastri came second. Oh, there you go. Okay, so he and converted Leclerc's his P two to P two. Yeah, like he Norris. held it. It wasn't because we saw that from McLaren. I forget which race, but let's say four or five races ago, where they did very well in qualifying, but then mm. didn't have the race pace. Yeah, and so now they seem to have that sorted out as well. With with at least in the sprint, with Piastri qualifying P two for the sprint and finishing yeah P two. And it sounds like the race in terms of the race in Belgium, that's just the unfortunate. We tried to hedge our bets. Mm. Uh, they prepared for a, a, a wetter day. That's an important point. And and, yes. and a lot of teams did. I think that's yeah. what happened with Mercedes too. Is yeah. that they're preparing for a 
like a wet uh, weather race. Yeah. yeah, not so much a wet weather race, but or four intermediates affected, to come yeah, into rain affected race. Yeah, and I think that just t- this season has said that McL- whenever McLaren messes with not messes with but preps a little ahead of themselves um, or or tries to make the big brain plan, their car just doesn't necessarily work with those settings yeah. well. A, a quick setting change up, and that's kind of like what happens. So you can't like be upset too much but norris coming from i don't know sure if you saw but norris at one point was in p 17 16 okay and overtook his way obviously with some help with some pit stops from other players but team sorry but overtook his way up into a p7 finish yeah finished p7 uh really i think unfortunate for piastri to be uh not finish that race because i think it would have been fantastic to see his pace in the race you know, what he could have done with that car. Because obviously they had it set up well for the sprint, recognizing obviously same track, but a different type of race on a different you know time of day, a different day. Um, maybe it wouldn't translate the same as it didn't so much for Norris. But I mean, what was Norris's uh, sprint shootout result and his finish in the sprint? I'm just looking here. Sixth to finish in the sprint, qualified fifth. So he was sort of mid-level, whereas yeah. Piastri was flying in the sprint. So if he could have translated yeah, that... for a bit of time, too. Right. If he could have translated that to the race, boy, that would have been something. I personally, to me, in my in my things, if, Pia, if Piastri makes it, if Carlos Sainz makes it, either Esteban, Stroll, or Sonoda, I would probably say Esteban and Stroll may not be scoring points. Mm, yeah, good point. Because I think they would have been stuck behind one of those two. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think Yuki would have been able to defend a bit more too, yeah. uh, and, and can cover those off. Like uh, I think that if you gave if you if the lap if the race was five more laps longer, like like or just an even fifty lap race, I think Stroll would be behind Sonoda in that he's only le- he's less than a second off. He's so he's in DRS range of that, and Stroll had nothing to defend himself. And that's about where Stroll ends anyways. Yeah, so. seemingly these days. Again, as you've said before, maybe somebody needs to smash his hands with a hammer. Well, Aston Martin has straight up said that <laughs> they also, that one of their last upgrades did the opposite of what they thought. Like, right. It yeah. is, then, it's made them heavier and than that, the cars used to. And that, I don't know when that upgrade was designed and tested and put on the car. Silver, uh, Canada. So was that, be, oh, that was before the new factory opened. Or the yeah. new or the new wind tunnel. Yeah, yeah. So because I've I've alluded to that too. Like everybody is putting these high expectations on that new facility, but my thought being sometimes those new facilities take some times to be. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not equilibrium. Calibrated. There we go. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, and and like who knows? Yeah, actually, that's a really good point. Like who who knows? And who knows what will happen this like in going into twenty four now. You know, let's say let's say Aston Martin stays uh, where they are, mm-hmm. um, able to secure some some point, continuously secure middle to low points. Sure. And Ferrari just does Ferrari stuff, and and that. So you never know where Ferrari's going to end. Let's say Aston Martin ends up in the big as a big three. First of all, great on them. Yep, agree. Second of all, what is that going to mean for ne- for twenty four? You have considerably less development time to use that uh-huh. wind tunnel and everything uh-huh. yeah. than they've True. ever been used to. True. Does that make it so that they're, who knows? But yeah. They could so also stay the, they'll be doing the math there, I'm sure. And although I would never suspect them to tank a race to finish lower to get more time, they'll be probably aware, more testing time, and that is, they'll maybe be aware of that. But then also you'd have to look at the money. I'm sure the money would offset that, like the, the championship prize money for finishing third versus finishing fourth. 
I, I imagine that's significant and enough of a motivation to, oh, well, we won't worry about that testing time. We'll take, you know, cash in hand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the question is more is where does Alpine, Alpine probably finish it, let's say, sixth place, which is where it looks like they are, they're going to. Yeah, I don't think they're going to catch McLaren. Neither do I. Um, and, and Williams, as much as I love them, aren't going to challenge Alpine. No. Like so only Alpine for six. Yeah. <laughs> Alpine for six. Could you imagine, though, just. All of a sudden, well, Williams is going to have to make sure they podiums. fight off Haas. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm not that much. That's just a that's just a like Logan Sargent. Please just score one or two yes, points. Yes, I agree. Good. He's been getting closer. Yeah, he's been getting closer, and then he takes a a pit stop that goes too long, and then just tumbles down that order. But that's not his fault, right? That, unless he's unless he's coming in crooked or off his marks, then it is his fault, and and you'd have to yeah. really analyze closely how well he's coming into the box. But uh, speaking but, of rookies, how did DeVries do? Trick well, question. <laughs> How's his golf game? He's, I don't know. <laughs> he I don't shot know. a four under. That's the yeah. answer. <laughs> How did DeVries I wonder, do? I wonder, now that, I wonder if now that he's in such high demand, if he'll actually do an interview with us. <laughs> like, reach out, like, hey, now that you're yes. out, do uh, you have free time? I wish he would have said that before I just slagged him yeah. the way I did. At the same time, it'd be really cool to do an interview with a driver that's out to like tell us, like, how what pressures are they going in or sure. going I've, through that? Like, what if there's you, anybody listening who has access to a driver, please... Put us in touch. We'd love to have them here on the F World, and we would treat them with the utmost respect, of course. Obviously, I always say this: even even Kevin Magnuson, who I'm not the biggest fan of, <laughs> I would not like, doing us any favors. No, I'm even just, Kevin Magnuson. No, I'm just saying, like, if he were to come, if Kevin Magnuson <laughs> were to come on, it would be fun. Yeah, be, man, we like, I, I would enjoy talking to Latifi. Yeah. Oh, the goat. Like 100, <laughs> we'd love. Just any any driver that's been in F one, I think, just they of deserve course. so much respect for getting to. Yeah, because even the worst F one drive in the world is still a good driver because they yeah. got to F one. Yeah, and then they go to NASCAR and win a championship, <laughs> <laughs> or IndyCar. They literally go to IndyCar and win two championships in a row, and, and very rarely the other way around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But not not do never, not but not never. Yeah, sure. Too much about that, but. Yeah, uh, to kind of jump back on trend, though, mm. I don't know what happens, what you do with Alpine. Alpine, like, let's put it this way. In my opinion, if if any of the Alpine drivers leave, Alpine's already shot themselves in a the foot. I think you really have the best two drivers you could get for mm. what where you are as a team. Mm-hmm. No one's jumping No one's jumping to be like, oh, I'll lead this new Alpine sure. uh, team. I would think it'd be hilarious if Daniel goes to Alpine, <laughs> but at the same time. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that would be funny. It would and, be, and sort of on brand yeah, for what, Danny Rick these what days. A, what a turntable. That, what a turntable how, of irony. How about this? What a turntable of irony. Very nice. <laughs> how about this? Uh, Yuki Tsunoda to Alpine. To Alpine? You said you'd like to see him in a different team. Oh, uh, that's... I mean, the team has Honestly, funding. You know, the team has facilities. They have a history. Uh, they not, need something. They're missing a certain je ne sais quoi. Yeah. That's not a bad one. So maybe that's the wild card. You throw in this young Japanese driver who is a little bit... Is a pocket um, rocket of energy. Yeah, a little just, bit, you know, spontaneous, a little bit um, off the cuff, you know, a little bit different. Maybe that's what they need. But also probably, in my opinion, I think Yuki is faster than his car and he's waiting for his car to catch up to him. Yeah. And Especially I mean, like when you look at his... You look at, you look at like when he... All of his spinouts. I actually was bored and started to. Walk, I looked up Yuki Tsunoda's spinouts. A lot of them all rear end problems, which yeah. means that he's gassing too fast mm-hmm. and he's spinning it out from the rears. He's right. not losing the fronts. Yeah, yeah, sure. So his he's literally just pedaling the pedal to the metal way too quickly. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, if he's doing that over and over again, then he's not learning from his mistakes. Fair but enough. nevertheless, I, and I think my suggestion of uh, Zenoda uh, to Alpine 
was a little bit tongue in cheek because given his connections to Honda, uh, I just don't, I can't see that working. Yeah, I don't, I don't really see him not getting. But I'd Honda. like to see it. I would too. That's yeah, a, I'd that's love a to see good. That. That's a good. That's a good call. Thanks, man. I, I, I respect that. That's out there, but it's well. That's it's my good. specialty. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's my specialty, <laughs> exactly. bro. Exactly. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still hoping he goes to Aston Martin in 26. Not um, impossible. Not impossible with that Honda engine. They're going to want someone who likes the Honda engine, mm-hmm. and we know Fernando doesn't like it. Mm, <laughs> so this the, is true. Well, he G- didn't like the old one. Maybe yeah. he'll like the new one. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's not a GP2 engine anymore. <laughs> that was that's a classic time <laughs> um, at their home race. Was it not? Oh, I think it might. Have <laughs> I think been it was. Too. Yeah, yeah. I, that was that was a 2016 comment. Yeah. I was remember watching. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so mean, but so great. Um. Of course, we've talked about them before. Mm-hmm. Synonymous with F1, Ferrari. Ferrari. <laughs> Ferrari fans. Oh yeah. Well, Le- Leclerc got a pole. He got a podium. podium. Yeah. He got it. Yep. I will say this though, in my head cannon, my headspace, and I'm not just saying this because Lewis is my guy. Okay. I'm just saying this because if you really look at that, and this is why I suggest walk, watching the the race. Um, they don't talk about it in the race at all, but I personally think that if and, and this is nuts to think about this. Uh, Ferrari had a faster pit stop than normal. They had like a 2.3 mm-hmm. instead of a 2.7 pit stop. Okay. So if Charles had been four tenths slower in the pit stop, mm-hmm. Lewis has him. L- Lewis gets him. Okay. Po- gets him on the podium. Also, if Lewis didn't take Fernando Alonso in turn one, if he didn't pass him going into turn one, he would have had DRS. A proper DRS uh, off of him and gone in the DRS uh, time zone for for after Radion. Okay, and he would have been able to DRS past him because he's only two tenths off of him going okay. into the into it. Passes him off of uh, with DRS, and he would have had enough DRS to get within a min- a second off of Charles Leclerc. Okay, he would have had DRS through the high speed corners and the low speed where the, where the where the Mercedes does better. Okay. And then he would have had DRS coming down the main straight. Okay. And that would have been a podium. So so what you're saying, if I understand you correctly, is that Leclerc's podium is a fluke. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, yes, but no. Uh, I'm just saying that uh, I think I think it's nuts to think that it was only four tenths off. If you really look at it, four tenths makes it makes it four tenths in, in what the DRS. Lap? Because I mean, he, he finished. Leclerc finished uh, twelve se- or fifteen, sixteen seconds ahead of Hamilton. Yeah, but Hamilton also pit stopped to get a uh, fastest lap. Fastest Fair lap. enough. Okay. Because so you it. wouldn't have had that pit stop in there. That that explains it. Yeah. yeah, and then he got fastest lap. So and they were same tires, everything. Mm-hmm. It was just uh, Lewis almost Lewis almost shot himself in the foot because he did he got the maneuver done too quickly. Mm. And I remember Martin Brundle saying like it looks like he might have gotten that maneuver done faster than I than I. He's like I think he got it done a little too early to get the full power of DRS on uh-huh. him. And I was like oh, I wonder. Clever. So I was I was looking I when I did my my little brief rewatch. Yeah. I was watching it um, because Reese watched it a little bit after me. Um, I watched it right at six and six in the morning. Reese came on later, and I would mm-hmm. watch that part again. I was like, "Yeah, I think they could have gotten him with the DRS." Well, my thoughts on Leclerc at Spa. I I feel that, and again, full disclosure, I haven't seen the race yet. But okay. if I'm not, let me put it this way: I'm not surprised because I think that track Spa. I don't know if it suits Leclerc, but it gives him an ability. It's such a fast-flowing track. I think, well, I think it does suit Leclerc. And so if we mm-hmm. go back to another fast-flowing track, Silverstone at, Silverstone at Great Britain, we didn't see Leclerc doing well, and I expected him to. And I can't remember if that was a strategy problem again, but it probably was. Look, with Ferrari, you never know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so I was happy to see Leclerc get a podium, get third, 
because that meant he was driving his best and the team didn't mess things up. No, no. And I think like Carlos Sainz is where he's got outdone by a, right. a bad We corner, touched on that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, it's nice. It's nice to see Leclerc driving his Ferrari where that Ferrari needs to be. And well, it's, exactly. It's, that, it's that's great. my point. Yeah. 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 I, I agree with you there. So yeah. they the, the team have it in them. But they need to put it all together at the same time. And that's what's lacking. They're just not putting it all together at the same time, at least, you know, in my opinion. Yeah. Fun thing, though, is that like we're running close on close to time here. Yep. But just a fun thing that I thought was really interesting. Um, you know, we t- touched on Otmar's stuff, but you know, Ferrari got rid of one of their racing uh, sporting directors. But they're not doing the traditional, they'll stay with us for the end of the season. It's in all of these decisions, the last like three stuff that they did. So you know, looking up, so Otmar, uh, Otmar's le- 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 uh, Otmar's leaving, um, Miesa's leaving. There's a guy from Alfa Romeo that's leaving. Leaving Alfa? Yeah. Okay, I didn't uh, see that being one. Fired. Mm. Yeah, who's really watching Alfa Romeo and Sauber really? Anyways, um, and uh, but these are all being fired, like left. Mid-season, right. Mid-season yeah. leaves immediate. Yeah. So right. I just thought it was a kind of an interesting, like... Yeah, maybe the, the pressures are higher these days. Uh, maybe they just want to try to make a mid-season turnaround. You know, there were a lot of expectations, especially in Alpine at the beginning of the season. Maybe they want to try to live up to that in the second part of the season. Uh, Alpha, I think we can, I hope we can agree, are definitely not achieving what people had hoped or expected them to do. I mean, they're below Williams in the constructors, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yep, they are. So nine points. Right. So maybe <laughs> they, you know, want to get get out of uh, ninth and, and, and challenge for sixth. You know, they I don't think they could in, in that, but they could probably overtake William for seventh. The, 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 the weird Williams. part the, the weird thing is, is is that like Alpha has in my in my humble opinion, Alpha has the two drivers that could challenge. They do. Uh, and we've seen it. We've seen, especially Joe, uh, put some pace into that car. So there is pace in the car. But again, uh, it you know this is, comes back to one of my core beliefs in F1. It's a team sport. So, yeah, they got the drivers. Great. But it takes a team to put that car together. It takes a team to get it on the track and get the best out of it. And, and maybe that's where they're lacking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Well, unfortunately, because it was a little bit of shorter episode right. for us, we, we do have to get going. So yep. that final is that final little bit here of the F world. So be sure to follow us on Civil Radio 101.7 FM and broadcasting live. Um, live always on Mondays, but broadcasting to the world on CFL.ca. You can find us on Instagram at theFworld.pod, Twitter, theFworld underscore pod, and, of course, our Discord, the FWorld podcast. So you can always... Uh, join in and stuff. All the links to this. If you follow one of the social medias, you can follow yeah, all of that's them. That's right. Just pick your favorite. Pick, Look yeah, for the F world. One. You'll find us. We'd love to hear from you. We'll interact with you. Yeah. And we'll all, get the party started. Exactly. Oh, that's good. That's a great one. Get the party started. Um, stay tuned because we'll probably have this. If we could talk an hour about the randomness, the random stories of F1, you for sure know that we could talk for multiple hours about it throughout the week while there's a little bit of a dry spell. With oh, yeah. We'll, we'll have some good so, stuff in store. Yeah, exactly. So stay tuned for more. And as always, to our homie in Belgium, wherever you are, you are the MVP for yours in racing.